Here's the scenario. You have a client who comes in asking you to shape up and slim down her mom belly. So you do your client assessment and you determine she'll likely need a series of eight to 10 treatments to get her to where she wants to be. But she thinks she'd like to go with just four. So what's your next step? Unfortunately, this is not an uncommon scenario. You've probably encountered something very similar to it. And it gets tricky because if you undertreat, which is what your client is asking you to do, you know your client won't reach her goal and she'll be unhappy. So how do you build your treatment plan in such a way that your client focuses on exceptional results rather than her time and money? Well, that's what you're going to learn today. In this episode, we're going to tell you in detail and step-by-step how to build treatment plans that lead to wow results. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Body Contouring Academy's Proven Profits Podcast, where you'll learn simple, actionable strategies from real-world, successful body contouring professionals to help you generate more revenue, realize the profits you want, and create the life you desire. Hi, I'm Shannon. And I'm Kay. And we're your hosts of the Proven Profits Podcast. Hello to our fellow body sculptors. Kay here. Thank you for joining us and taking your time to listen in today. You know, the idea for today's episode came to us from one of our BCA community members. Thank you and a huge shout out to Tanya. We appreciate you. And by the way, to everyone out there, if you haven't gotten active in the community membership yet, we highly encourage you to do so. You know, we love sharing our knowledge, but all of us and all of you have something special to share, and we want you to share your advice, your experience, your tricks, your tips, and all of that too, because that's what's going to help us all grow and develop so much. But back to Tanya. She had a couple of clients. She was treating for fat reduction to the abdomen using the 6-in-1 protocols. And after four treatments, her clients were bummed because they didn't really see the results they expected. Both of her clients were in their 50s, and one of them even admitted to drinking wine every night during the treatment protocol. So you've spotted some issues here, I'm sure. Now, you all know that we suggest lymphatic assist treatments post-treatment. In fact, in our practice, we never treat without offering and encouraging them. But even before you get to that point, those lymphatic assist treatments, there's something missing here. Have you guessed it? It's the treatment plan. We're not sure why Tanya went with four treatments, but we really bet it was client-driven. And that's why we're doing this episode, because we all have to deal with this. We want to help everyone design treatment plans in a way that your clients want to do what you recommend, because they know that's what's going to give them amazing results. So let's dive in. First, 
Let's talk about under-treatment, one of the biggest dangers for body contouring providers, where we allow client demands or client budgets to dictate our body contouring treatment plans. Unfortunately, it's quite commonplace to see body contouring providers either agree to treat an area that's too large to deliver a therapeutic treatment or go along with a fewer number of treatment sessions than we know are going to be needed. And though these concessions may allow you to make the sale, the long-term damage to your business can be far-reaching. Because when you undertreat, either by treating an area that's too large or by decreasing the number of necessary treatments, these clients will see underwhelming results. They'll be dissatisfied and unhappy, and in nearly every case, they won't share responsibility for their decision or for their results by remembering that you, recogni- you recommended otherwise. So these clients, these undertreated clients, will not become lifetime clients. They will not write positive reviews. They're not going to send referrals your way. And perhaps worst of all, they may be out there talking about you and your business and your technology or treatment in a really negative light. So you've got to see past the immediate desire to close the deal and shift your perspective to delivering exceptional results. Remember, Shannon and I know exactly what you're dealing with. We've been in the biz since 2006. And along the way, we've learned the best way to combat it. We've developed the how-to of building treatment plans to deliver great results. And more importantly, maybe, is to convince clients to follow your advice. Now, there's four elements to this formula, and you just need to execute these four elements so that you can build amazing body contouring treatment plans that convince your clients to follow your advice. So let's get started with element one of the formula, your client assessment. Well, just a review, there's four basic components of a client assessment. Number one, Rapport building. You've got to build rapport with your client. And number two, discovery of your client's needs and motivations. Now, we're not going to discuss these two components of a client assessment today because we really just don't have enough time, but they're both super important. We do have a great discussion about both of them in one of our blogs, though. The blog's entitled, How to Make Sure Your Clients Never Feel Sold To, and we'll leave a link to that article in today's show notes so you can take a look at it if you want. But moving on to more components of the client assessment, number three, you've got to identify the client's most immediate need or desire. And number four, then you determine the technology or treatment needed to address that need or desire, right? You do this all the time. So let's take a look at these in more detail. The identi- we'll start with identifying the priority, the most immediate need. Now, the best way to identify the most immediate need is to use a needs assessment form before you even sit down with your client, and the form is going to help her focus and prioritize. 
This is needed because so many of our clients have multiple body concerns or multiple areas of concern, but most of them are not going to have the time or the budget to address them all at once, so we've got to get them prioritized. We recommend using a needs assessment form to help your clients because it forces them to sit down, think about it, focus, and make those choices. So, Use the needs assessment form prior to the client assessment as a starting point for your conversation during that client assessment. And if you don't already use a form like this and you don't have one, you can download our needs assessment form for free. It's in our blog, so check it out. The blog is why you must start every body contouring consultation with this needs assessment form. And we'll make it easy for you. We're going to leave a link in the show notes so you can go um, take a look at that blog and then download and grab that form. Now, during your client assessment, there are some client assessment tools you should be using. And that's because during this time, you need to be focusing in on your client's pain points. You need to be asking open-ended questions like, how has this body concern affected her? How does it make her feel? What will make her feel better? What will it take? And the tools that you're going to need to really help you get into these deep feelings, these pain points, you're going to need only three, a full-length mirror, a robe, and a body pin. And then follow these steps to do what we refer to as a full-length mirror assessment. Number one, undress. Tell your client you need to assess the area. Tell her you're going to leave the room to give her privacy and ask her to undress down to her undies while you're out of the room and give her a robe to wear over her undies to protect her privacy. Then number two, explore. Upon returning to the room, ask your client to go stand in front of the full-length mirror. You'll be standing beside her. And either remove, ask her to remove the robe or open the robe. Now, removing's best, but you'll have to read your client because you don't want to force her to do something she's very uncomfortable doing. Now, while she's standing there, ask her to show you the areas she wants to improve, literally point to them looking in the mirror, and describe what kind of improvement she expects. And then to describe what does she want it to look like. Discuss with her how she feels about the problem area and what's going to make her feel better. This reveals her expectations. Then number three, identify. Identify the areas. Mark the area with a body pin. If you don't already use one, you can order them on Amazon. They're not expensive, and your client can just simply wash the markings off when she bathes or showers. And then confirm that marked area with the client. Get her to say, yes, that's the area. If the client has more than one area of, quote, immediate concern, go through the foregoing steps. You don't have to go through the undress step, but the explore and the identify step on the additional area. But remember, some of our clients have multiple concerns and we do need to get them to focus on one and at the most two during this initial client assessment. 
So that's it for the first element, the client assessment. It's pretty loaded, right? Well, now it's time to move on to element two, client education. By now you've identified your client's concerns, you've pinpointed the problem areas, and the one with the most immediate concern. You've uncovered her pain points, and you've also exposed a little bit some of her expectations. So, in client education, these are the things you need to cover. First, recommend the technology. Tell the client the technology you recommend to make the improvement she wants. Number two, explain how the technology works, like the mechanism of action. What role the client's body's functions and lifestyle will play in the treatment outcome, because we all know it does the usual course of treatment she can expect, and any potential side effects that you might want to mention. You want to touch on what she needs to know, but this is not the time for a full deep dive into your technology and your treatment because she's only going to be able to absorb so much. So stick to the very most important aspects. Then number three, you want to talk to her about the size of the area that the technology or the treatment can therapeutically treat. Now, if your client has identified an area that's too large for one treatment area when she was standing there in front of the mirror and you drew it off, now is the time to explain that to her. She'll have two options. One, she could choose to focus within that larger area, within a smaller area, and limit the size to the treatment area, or she could treat the entire area and just opt to proceed with two treatment areas as two treatments, because you don't want to try to do an area too large with one treatment. Now, here's a pro tip for you. Why did you not go into the treatment area size when you were standing in front of that mirror doing that full-length mirror assessment, identifying the problem areas? Well, it's because you were at an earlier time during the assessment. You hadn't completely established rapport. You hadn't identified everything you need to, and you had not educated the client about the technology. So the time that you do this is you wait until after all those steps have been completed, the client's been educated, and she can better understand the reason for the limitation. So number four is explaining why a series of treatment is needed. Now, this is probably the one where you get the most pushback. I know it is for us. Clients don't want to wait for eight or ten treatments. They want results in as few treatments as possible. They don't want to pay for eight or ten treatments. They want to pay for as few as possible. So you need to educate your client about how each treatment session produces action and that each treatment builds on the actions of prior treatments. Review how the technology works and explain that it will require several treatments to reach her desired results then tell her the number of treatments you recommend to start. Tell her at the end of that series, she'll evaluate whether she wants to continue with more treatments for continued improvement, or whether she's happy with results after the initial series. Another pro tip here. 
This is important. When clients hear you recommend six treatments, and they hear six treatments, even though you've told them that they may need more, they often cling to the idea that six treatments will be what they need to get them where they need to be. So these clients are going to be less than thrilled if at the end of six treatments, they really need more treatments. Think about those four treatment patients of Tanya's. So if you determine that eight or 10 treatments may be needed, recommend eight or 10 treatments. You can always stop before eight or 10 if your client is happy sooner. So after education, which you have now completed, you move on to element three, which is setting proper expectations. Because like it or not, every client comes to see you with predetermined expectations. And their expectations may be realistic or they may be unrealistic. It's a lot easier to deal with unrealistic expectations when you know about them, when they're out on the table. At this point in your client assessment, You've already had a glimpse into your client's expectations during your full-length mirror assessment. But the problem is, clients don't always reveal their true inner feelings and beliefs. And as you know, problems arise when clients don't divulge their true expectations. So you have to take the initiative and set clear, manageable expectations. You have to be proactive. So how do you do this? Well, you start by clearing up any preconceived misperceptions by educating your client about what she can expect with correct and accurate information. So you prepare an educational handout for your client and go through that handout with her item by item. You can use the same handout for every treatment technology that you have with your different clients. It's also a good idea to post that same information that you're putting in your handout on a web page as a resource on your website. So what should you include in your educational handout? Well, the following information. First, an overview. Again, the technology and treatment and how it works and possible side effects. A reminder that a series of treatment is needed and a reminder that the number of recommended treatments is customized for each client's need, and a clear explanation of why the client, when the client may expect to see results. So as you're going through this, you're going to need to make sure you ask for acknowledgement of understanding from your client after each major section. For example, you might say, so every treatment produces action and each builds upon the next. That explains why you need a series of treatments, right? And your client will say, yeah, or right. Why are you doing this? Getting her to agree with you? Because science tells us that every time we agree with someone or your client agrees with you, we believe it more. It becomes our belief. And so it's really important to do that in your education and in your sales presentations and everything that you do. Now, one more pro tip. Though some clients do report seeing results quickly, and some do, most don't. So use caution over promising regarding the timing of results or when she'll be able to see a difference. When you do this, 
clients will cling to the hope of seeing the results then or soon or too soon. And they're going to feel disappointed when they've had four treatments and they still can't see results. You know how it is. All our clients are different and it's just impossible to predict. And it's, it's, uh, it, you just have to resist the temptation to say otherwise. Now, you're also going to need to include factors that are going to affect the timing of results or how fast they're going to get results and the quality of results or how much improvement they're going to get. So we all are familiar with this list, but first I'm just going to go through the list and name them, and then I'll go back and make a few comments about each of them. We know age, health status, compliance, lymphatic function status. Those are the big issues. So with age, you know, more treatments are going to be needed as we get older. Everything just doesn't work as well. So if your client's um, 40 or above and, and they're I guess biologically their age, then you may consider giving more treatments. Health status, if your client's carrying extra weight, has a chronic condition like diabetes or high blood pressure or other health issues, her results may come slower. Compliance with instructions, oh my goodness. If your client wants to have that glass of wine or eat a fast food burger or chooses to not comply with drinking water and that movement in her daily living, her results may or probably will come much more slowly. And then the lymphatic function status. You know, most of our clients' lifestyles do not support healthy lymphatic function. And that's why we recommend helping your clients by offering lymphatic assist treatments. And speaking of these treatments, do you use lymphatic booster treatments like vibration therapy or maybe vacuum detox treatments. Um, if you don't already and you'd like to learn more, we have a great blog article that discusses um, lymphatic booster treatments in detail, and it's called Why a Comprehensive Body Contouring Protocol Should Include Lymphatic Boosters. We'll leave a link to that article in today's show notes if you're interested in learning more. Now, finally, the last um the last aspect that's going to affect timing of results and quality of results is your client's lifestyle. Results are going to be slower in clients with low quality nutrition. They consume excess calories. They have poor sleep quality. They don't exercise regularly and they're consuming alcohol. So all of these factors are important for you, as you know, to know to, when designing their treatment plan, but they're super important for the client to know about um, so they can understand why you might make some decisions that you do and maybe they would make some decisions to change. So finally, it's a good idea to include the basics of your post-treatment instructions within your educational handout. That's it for setting realistic expectations. Now it's time to move to element four, your final element, which is your recommendations, your specific customized recommendations for every particular client. But for every single one of them, you need to limit the treatment area to one area, possibly two. You'll be able to do it because while listening carefully during your client assessment, it's going to be easy to hear that one or two areas cause more pain, frustration, embarrassment, or anguish compared to others. 
Remember, you've just gone through addressing all those and uncovering all those pain points. And we know what you're probably thinking. What? Why do we do this? Why do we focus on just one area, preferably or possibly two, when the client may be asking us for more? Well, it's because it gives you the best opportunity to show your client what your body contouring business can do and how you can help them. And it builds trust. You're not trying to just get her to do everything from the get-go. So give them what they want with that one problem that's really their focus and their priority. Build a relationship, earn trust, and make your client happy. Under promise and over deliver. Build a body contouring treatment plan that you know will produce wow results for that one area. So we've talked a lot about these great treatment plans. So how do you build a wow body contouring treatment plan, especially when you can't always predict exactly? You know, I just said, our clients are all different. We are all different as human beings. Well, here's some examples that'll give you some guidance. If you think your client may need six treatments, but eight's probably better and more of a sure bet, build an eight treatment plan. You can always stop short of eight if your client is satisfied sooner. Or, if you think it'd be best to divide the abdomen into two treatment areas, a lower abdominal treatment area and an upper abdominal treatment area, build a two-area treatment plan. Do not try to essentially under-treat the entire area in one treatment. Or, if your client has a really long way to improve from her starting point to where she wants to be, make sure it's a 10-plus treatment series. And you get the picture. So we've gone through the four elements. It may be different from what you're doing. We know it's effective because we've used it in our medical spas for many years. We encourage you to apply it in your practice. But before we stop, there is one more step, and that is helping your client be able to do it, to be able to comply with your treatment plan, because budgets, as you know, can be a real hurdle. So here's some tips. Offer treatment series discounted pricing. Always charge less per treatment for clients who have committed to a series and have paid up front for at least a block of those treatments, always. So what works really well for us is to allow your clients to pay for like a four treatment block at a time. And that way your client commits to your recommended number, let's use the example of 12, but she can see and pay for the series in those smaller blocks of four rather than seeing it all as this huge commitment and this huge expense. And finally, you could work with a finance company and help them by offering financing. You know, pricing's always a tough issue. We really have some good information and good pricing pointers in one of our blog articles if you think you need some help. And it's called How to Price Your Body Contouring Treatments to Maximize Profit. We'll leave you the link to that article in today's show notes if you think you'd like to learn more about pricing. 
Wow, <laughs> that was quite a bit of ground to cover. We hope you found it helpful and we hope you use it to build and grow your body contouring business. And just a reminder before we sign off, if you're taking a course now, or if you've ever taken one of our courses, be sure you get active in our community membership. Just sign in with your username and look for the community block. We want to see you there. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for being here, and we hope to see you back next time. If you enjoyed the show, please find us on iTunes and leave us a review. Email us at bodycontouringacademy.com with any feedback, topic suggestions, or to offer to tell your body contouring success story. We love to hear success stories and learn about winning strategies. Visit bodycontouringacademy.com for tools, education, industry news, and cutting-edge articles. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great rest of your week.